Hi and welcome to the Tune to the Moon podcast. I'm Amber, your host, and a huge thank you once again to G4 Claims for sponsoring the podcast. Keep 100% of your claim, G4 Claims. If you've been hurt in a road accident that wasn't your fault, you should really talk to G4 Claims first. Unlike road accident solicitors, we don't charge you for our services, which could see you better off. To keep 100% of your compensation, have a chat with Nicole and the team. You'll be glad you did. Search online for G4 Claims. Keep 100% of your claim, G4 Claims. Thank you to you for coming back again. Remember to click the little notifications, the little bell, so you know when there's a new episode every Tuesday, tune to the Moon Tuesdays, and leave me a little review and rating wherever you listen to your podcast to get tuned to the Moon up the charts. Also, it's just so nice to hear from you as you've been doing the past few weeks. Get in touch with me and the guests. We love it. We love to know that you're there and you're listening. And give us some, you know, insightful tips or anything that you kind of want to hear on the podcast. You can can of course let us know you can find us at tune to the moon limited on instagram this week is a great motivating chat with one of my very good friends she is a boss babe she is a lash queen she's an entrepreneur and she is now a newly qualified business coach it's leanne osborne honestly if i could bottle the feeling that you get between 5 a.m and 7 a.m before the world's woke up and take it to bed with me I would do it every single day of my life but like everyone when that alarm goes off do I want to get up absolutely not and Mm. I've been doing this now for two years but once you're up the tiredness quickly fades because your mindset changes so Leanne really has inspired me recently to make the most out of my mornings and just get all the motivation that I need to start the day and I really have taken so much inspired action from her. She is going to show you exactly how you can do the same and bring that into your life. So let's start the show. Hi Leanne. Hello. (laughs) Come a wee bit closer to me. Come closer to the mic. How are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, thank you. So obviously I describe you as like total boss babe, lash queen, entrepreneur. How would you describe yourself? I don't know, I definitely not what you've just said anyway. Really? <laughs> yeah. God, have some confidence, women. I, I know, I just, I'm just a mum going after my goals. Going after your dreams. <clears throat> yep. Do you know what I think that is? So it's so relatable to a lot of people because that's how you feel just a mum going after your dreams but hell you're bloody going after those dreams you honestly like chasing them like just a little brief kind of debrief into your all eyes on me past because all eyes on me has I think very rapidly become like the number one place to go and get your lashes done Glasgow and the kind of surrounding areas you've I know that you've got a lash bar sterling you've got a lash bar in Cumbernauld you've got the training school in Glasgow this all started if I believe in your back garden. Yes. <laughs> Actually, in my living room, um, I used to pap the kids and scot upstairs and get my bed out and do it, do it at night in the living room. That's amazing. And then, yeah, I got promoted to the garden. Got a nice <laughs> shed. <laughs> it was beautiful. I actually loved it. It was oh. so tranquil. And then... And what was it then? Leanne's lashes? Something like something that. Like that. Yeah. Aye. It wasn't all eyes on me. Um, and then all eyes on me... We opened the first salon in Cumbernauld. Oh, it'll actually be four years old in May. I can't believe that. Oh my God, I know. four. Yep. See, I, so I started going 
you must have been six months, seven yep. months. Oh, I've almost been with you the whole journey. I know. Can't live without, you know, literally like you and all of the girls that work in the salons are just like therapists. Do you know that way? Like sometimes I forget there's other clients in and I'm lying there and my eyes are shut and I'm like, and this has happened to my man and this is going on with my dog and this is happening like, with life and everyone just hears your life story. But it is that total therapy and I think having that time yourself it's so important and you I think the huge difference with you and the team you care massively about your clients as well and confidence and how they feel in the lash bar and it's just such a blissful place to be and you are literally like you've said following your dream following your goals which is so important but you're smashing them like congratulations (laughs) because you you have recently I want to use the word qualified as a business coach is that right Yes, yes, I've got my license. That yes. is amazing. Congrats. I know. Thank you very much. Totally. I'm so excited like, for that one. Oh my God. Like, it's unbelievable. So, what are you going to be doing then? Is that like coaching people within your industry? Yeah, so it is very niche. I will be working with people in the salon industry. It's it's my passion. I love helping people. That's why we do the training side of things. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, it's just felt natural to be the next step for Yeah, me definitely. Anyway. And because you are so positive as well and uplifting and I think because you're very you're very into you know like goal setting and planning and I'm imagining people that are a little bit less organized or not too sure where to turn or maybe even want to get into an industry like yours they are looking for somebody like you like a mentor to kind of think right how has she done it because let's be honest the last four years we'll say like five years taken into consideration a year before all eyes on me like look you've literally catapulted it's mental do you know I don't actually ever think about it when people look at I've I've got a red face because I I I hate when someone (laughs) keeps saying that because I don't feel like that it's just been a journey a really fun journey for me Mm -hmm. um and I suppose when you do look back, yes, I am proud of how far we've came. Yeah. But your your goals always grow, so there's always something else to aim for, and that's just basically how my life works. <laughs> just that's aim amazing. For the next goal. <laughs> I do love that, and something I really want to focus on today is something that I need. I need to listen to this, and I need to take your advice. It's your medical mornings, yes. your amazing 5am rises. So if you don't follow Leanne on Instagram, it's at all eyes on me. Oh. All eyes on me underscore limited to handle. Yeah. Right. So if you follow, you will see Leanne is part of the 5am club, which is a good five, four or five hours before I even consider <laughs> rising and getting up. And the first thing I'll, I'll tell you, I was on the stories and I was having a look and I was like, she's mad. And then the more I was watching them, I kind of started to feel a little bit jealous. I thought, I want to, I want to be in that club. I want to be up at five o'clock. And because you, you don't just get up at five and head straight to a salon. You're getting up at five and you're really working on yourself. So let's take it right back. Have you always got up at 5am? How did this start? (laughs) It was a journey I started about 10 years ago, actually. I read a book called the miracle morning I think that's maybe where I got that phrase yeah. from because I'm sure I've seen the hashtag that yeah. you used like miracle morning yeah. or something right okay so the miracle morning is all about it's not about a specific time you get up it's about when you're up having a routine mm-hmm. to work on you before you go into the madness of the day basically yeah um so it included stuff like meditation exercise visualization um setting your intentions um silence 
that kind of thing, just something to work on you and get your mind ready for the day ahead. So I started that journey about 10 years ago. I would be lying if I said I've done it for 10 years. I've very much dipped in and out of it. Like me and my celery juice in yeah. the last two weeks. <laughs> we'll go back I to think it. if we're all honest with <laughs> ourselves, like you can't do something 100% all the time. All the time. Um, I can't 100% guarantee it definitely makes you feel better, yeah. 100%. Um, and then two years ago at, at lockdown, um, like most people, I was really struggling mentally. Um, I had to obviously close the businesses, as, as again, oh, most a, people had to By do. the way, can I just say, what a horrible time for the beauty uh, industry. Like, literally no support, yeah, horrible. Horrendous. And I just knew that I had to change my mindset or I yeah. was going to nosedive quite quickly. Um, and I came across, I can't remember whose um, Instagram i seen it on, but I came across a book called The 5am Club. Now at this point, it was locked down, you were lucky if I was out my bed for half ten, which is very unusual for me, but yeah. it was, no it was a go. strange time. And it was exactly. also a horrible time, to get yeah, up for. totally. Um, previously to that, I used to get up maybe about seven, and right. I would try and do something kind of for half an hour before the kids got up. Yeah. So anyway, I ordered The 5am book, and... It's, I can honestly say it's literally changed my life. I, can, I can't recommend it enough to anyone, even if you don't want to get up at 5am. I, I know people look at me and think I'm mad, and I probably piss a lot of people off no, um, that watch the stories. Like it, I know that it'll inspire some people, but yeah. it'll annoy other people. But even I feel just, like, why would you get annoyed over somebody uh, no, just doing something they love? Because they want to do it, but they just can't get the discipline, probably, <laughs> to do it. Like me, hi. <laughs> um, so I started it, and... Honestly, if I could bottle the feeling that you get between 5am and 7am before the world's woke up and take it to bed with me, I would do it every single day of my life. But like everyone, when that alarm goes off, do I want to get up? Absolutely not. And mm-hmm. I've been doing this now for two years. Again, I don't do it every single day. I would be lying if I said that. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it's hard, it is hard. You're tired. I still get tired. when I go. But once you're up... The tiredness quickly fades because yeah. your mindset changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that anyway. It's, yeah. it's that kind of grovel to get up. It's, it's so difficult and once you're up. It, that's it. And then quite often, see if I'm like, I'll just snooze, I'll just snooze. And in particular, like when I've got nowhere to be, if I just snooze and snooze and I think, right, oh, I'll just get up at 10. By the time I get up at 10, then I've maybe had my shower and then I'm ready and it's the back of 11, I go, oh my god like I feel like I'm pure wasted my day like my morning's gone so I totally get what you mean and that feeling of getting up early right just at the moment I'm doing a breakfast show on a Saturday morning and I'm getting up at half four and I thought that would have been a real struggle but I actually really enjoy it again I've got somewhere to be right but it is a really nice feeling when you feel like the only person awake At, at that point it's like the only car on the road but I would like to to get up and actually have that established kind of routine so how did you start that and for an overthinker like me who has no idea what to put in their routine how did you decide what goes into your medical morning your 5am club routine it's changed it does change depending on season to be honest and Mm -hmm. and I I do change it up a bit just depending on what my goals are personally um that kind of quarter or that month. Um, I will tell you a funny story. The first morning that I attempted it, I think I was a few chapters into the book and I thought, right, I'm just going to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I decided I was going to get up and I was going to do it in the order that the book kind of talks you through, which is to meditate first. Well, actually, it's to do the exercise first, but I thought I'll meditate first. Um, So when I meditate, I normally meditate to go to sleep. So my, 
I think my brain associates meditation with sleep. So it was 5am, buzzing, I got up, put my exercise clothes on, sat on the couch and I put a guided meditation on. And I woke up at half ten that morning. <laughs> yeah, but that would be me. <laughs> so that was my first experience. You still did of it. it. You still got up. Yeah. <laughs> so then I was like, I can't do this. So at the time during lockdown, I was very much into my running. Mm-hmm. So I was getting up at five, putting my exercise clothes on, and I was going to run. Basically, a five k run. Um, so I had done my steps. I had done my exercise. Burned all my calories by half five in the morning. I then come, would come home and um, I would do a bit of journaling, gratitude, read my book, um, have breakfast and just kind of work on me. At mm-hmm. lockdown, there wasn't much rush about it, obviously. Now I'm back at work. Yeah. I've got a school run. I've got three kids to get up. Yeah, I was actually going to ask, how do you find, like, how do you get into that mindset and how do you find doing it when you have three kids? To, I mean, I know Lucy, your eldest, isn't at school anymore. She's working. You've got her grafting with you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Love that top mo. But the other two, like they're quite young, the boys still. So how do you actually work round doing being mum and also trying to find time for you in the morning? That must be hard. Yeah. So that that is that is my time is between five and seven. Right. If I don't do it between then, I don't ever get round you don't to do it. it. And it, it really affects my mindset, if I'm being honest, because all day I'm like, I need to do this because I know how good it makes me feel. Yeah. But I just, life is busy. I've got three businesses to run. I've got three children. Um, I've got a husband. I've got a house. I've got two dogs. Basically four kids then. Right. I basically, <laughs> it's just constant from yeah. their alarm going off at half past seven. And I think that's what a lot of people will relate to. Yeah. So they'll think, like you used to do them, we'd be get up half an hour before the kids and think, right, I've got, whether it's packed lunches or uniforms or whatever sorted, I've got, I've got this done. And then the kids get up and it is pandemonium yep. until night time. Yeah, until you lie, lie in your bed and you think, oh my God, what, is, what did I actually do today? And I think it's, it's, very, it's very easy to use the excuse of, I'm too tired to get up. At that yeah. day, I use that excuse and I don't have kids or anything. Like, I, I know that's an excuse. Yeah. Ugh, I'm too tired. It has been so disciplined. So a few things, right? First of all, when then is your ideal time to go to bed? Ideally, I would love to go to bed at half past nine, but my husband moans at me. I'm not going to lie because... <laughs> he wants again, a wee spoon. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got his, his business. I've got my business. They both of his work hard. Aye. By the time we get in, have dinner, walk the dogs, get the kids settled. You want to see each other. It, it would be half nine yeah. um, for me going to bed. So uh, half ten's my latest cut-off okay. point. So that gives me six and a half hours sleep. I do think that sleep's very much a mindset um, yes. and I've kind of learned this because I thought I was that person that always needed eight hours sleep. This is what I think. Yeah, so it is a mindset right. um, because actually when I do have a long lie, which I do on a Sunday, um, and I sleep past kind of seven, eight hours, I feel so, so groggy and I think I feel better on six and a half hours sleep than I do seven or eight or nine that's so interesting yeah. do you know what else is interesting see when I was in the lash bar a few weeks ago and Leanne popped in and I was saying that I was going to be getting up at half four in the morning and then I was going to be going for a nap to catch up on sleep and what did you say to me you can't ever catch up on sleep I was baffled by that <laughs> what can. the fuck how <laughs> it's just I, I, I don't know where I've read it it's a scientific fact that your body can never catch up on sleep I mean don't get me wrong if you're tired and you need a nap you need a nap yeah um, you do. You need. You still need to listen to your body, but you can't use sleep as an excuse not to get up. That's I believe. So interesting. But 
it, it's hard for me to preach until you actually do it, but there is honestly something so magical about that time in the morning, whether you take the dogs out, whether you're just up. I mean, so just now all I do is I get up, it's, I put a washing in, uh-huh. I make a coffee, I go in, I read a chapter in my book, um, I'm reading The Secret the greatest secret I am listening tonight. to that just now I'm finding really some good. of it quite difficult particularly at the start, at the start I found it, it quite difficult yeah. yeah but yeah. Um, I'm enjoying it just good. now I'm put, I'll so, persist with it then yeah. yeah I do that I then get my gratitude journal out I'll write everything I'm grateful for I do some visualization okay um visualization do you do that while you're meditating no because again I don't I tend to only meditate at, at night, night and it's very that much a guided you, right. meditation, yeah. So when I'm visualising, what I normally do is I write things I'm grateful for in the future. Okay, as, as if, if you have them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that helps me visualise basically what my future goals are. Perfect. Um, I'll do that and then I do my angel cards. I love my angel cards for a bit of guidance. Oh, brilliant. Um, so I do my angel, I love angel cards, cards and then by that point it's 10 to 6. I go brush my teeth and my gym class starts at 6 o'clock till 7 and then I go to Tesco, I buy all my fruit for the day, what I'm having for dinner, um, come oh. home, and then it's time to get the kids up and have a shower. Oh my God, that's actually mental, <laughs> like to think that by, so by the time some people are just, like their alarm's going off, you've done all that, and that's what I mean by that kind of envious feeling, because when I look on Instagram stories, and it'll be like, all eyes on me, five hours ago, <laughs> and you're like, oh, and I thought, oh, like I feel like I've wasted my day because I've not been and I know sometimes it doesn't work for everyone to get up like at 5 a.m but I think that's definitely I actually said that to Callum my boyfriend said that's what I want to work towards by the end of this year I want to be getting up at 5 a.m and he was like good luck with that fuck that I'm not doing it like he just (laughs) does not but then he some mornings he gets in at two in the morning some mornings he's in at three sometimes it's midnight there's definitely people that it will not work for do you Um, know what I find it's really really hard and I actually was going to ask you this the blackout curtains do you have them no Uh, I love daylight I love uh, it so if it wasn't for Scott my husband I actually wouldn't even close the blinds because I love going to sleep and being able to see the moon that's like me in the sky I like to wake up and see the sun uh, but obviously we should just in move morning, in together because actually again I was saying to Callum I'm only 26 and I feel like this feels like something that the couple would do in their 60s maybe even older but I said to Callum see when we get the spare room done I was like I'm not kidding like I might go and sleep in there some nights <laughs> and he's like what and I says well oh god how loud is that engine and I, um, I was like I think I might go and sleep in there because it's the blackout blind for me. Like, see, even the dog, the dog won't even wake up. He won't even open his eyes because the the room, even if it's the brightest sunshine outside, the room is pitch black. I understand why Callum needs that because if he's getting in from a gig yeah. at, like, the garage, he's maybe getting in from the garage gig, he gets in at half four. So, obviously, if it's summertime, you know, the sun's about to come up. I get that. Yeah. But for me, that makes me feel really sluggish, really groggy. Yeah. As soon as I open the ensuite door and the light floods in, I'm awake. Yeah. See, when I lived with my mum and dad, I never had blackout blinds and I used to always wake up with the sunlight or like the daylight. Yeah. I think I think you're right. If it's blackout, it, the thing with it is you need to make it easy on yourself. Yeah. Because it's hard. Yeah. I, like, I've been doing it two years and I still struggle to get up at five o'clock. Once I'm up, I'm absolutely fine. Yeah. So what I do is I set my alarm every day for 5am. I move my Apple Watch and my phone into bedtime 
like mode, so I don't receive any phone calls, texts or anything. Nothing will disturb me during the night. I move it to the other side of the room so that when the alarm goes off, I physically need to get out of my bed. Oh, my God. So I actually learned this trick from a book. I think it was The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins, which is another fantastic book uh-huh. for getting out your bed. Um, basically counting oh five, God. four, three, two, one, and then just getting out. I don't even need yeah, to do that. Yeah, but putting now. it at the other side of the room? Yeah, it's phys- it's so that you get out, because otherwise I would yeah. hit the snooze. Um, I, in fact, I wouldn't even hit the snooze, I would turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> so I get out, and I do that, and then I walk straight to the ensuite. I do uh, my toilet, <laughs> as you do in the morning, my pee. <laughs> and then nice. um, I've got my gym clothes in the hall, and I put them on straight away and go downstairs. By ah, that point, that's I, another I've thing. not even thought. Having it ready the yeah. night before, is that essential yeah. to you having an outfit out? Yeah, you've, you've okay. got to make it so easy for yourself. Easy. Um, and that's why I find that a routine works for it. So that's why, so I'll, I'll get, I have the washing ready that I'm going to put in the next day, sitting at the top of the stairs. I am delighting in the thought of a washing being finished by like seven, eight in the yeah. morning. That's I can have beautiful. three washings done and dried by eight o'clock. you hang them all up? <laughs> I must get a tumble dryer. I've got three oh, kids. Oh, no. That's what we need. <laughs> we need a tumble dryer. Yeah. That's actually, yeah, I think that feels like it's a kind of, elite club you want to be part of and I remember your sister Leanne's sister Kirsty saying as well when I was in the lash bar a few weeks ago that that's what she does if she's getting up because she's such a keen runner and if she's getting up for a run she cannot be bothered going if she's not got her clothes and everything looked out like she says that you need to make it so easy so she's got all her running stuff out to just literally get up put on go out and then she feels great after it you never regret getting up early or doing a workout I always feel that no what's your gym class you do then is it like a body pump or something um it just depends what's running so it's changed after Uh Christmas um on a Monday it's cycle fit a Tuesday's body pump Wednesday Thursday I do body pump Friday's body combat which is amazing that's a real feel good class and you you go to the gym I used to go to and I do miss it because I love that gym but I just don't live there anymore and I know that that's a thing I would do I would get a membership there yeah and then just not go because I'd be like, oh, it's, well, it's, it's actually not far. It's a 15 um, minute drive. But, but, but again, it's not easy it's, to yeah, do. You need to it needs it to be easy. Yeah. So do you then just, do you find that's easier is to book a class rather than going to the gym on your own at that time? Kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. I, I, I go through stages. Like sometimes I'm really into the gym and yeah. I'll, my weightlifting, I'll go and do, do that. Then I got really into cardio just before Christmas and just now I'm back into doing the body pump classes and stuff. So okay. I do go through stages. In the summer it will change again because yeah. I'll get up at 5am and I'll walk the dogs. Like I love the morning, um, seeing the sunrise, hearing the birds. Even if you go out just now, you can still see them. If it's a clear morning at 5am, you'll go out, you'll see the, the moon. Oh, I um, love the that stars, so much. You hear the birds. They're so loud because yeah. everything's so, so silent. And honestly, there's just... It's magical. It's just the best feeling in the world. I on like I feel like I need to do this because I'm getting in a bit of a habit of sleeping late. Part part of that is because, and I feel like I'm I'm not blaming him, but it's like I don't get to see Callum unless I kind of stay yeah. away. And then, yeah. well, and to be honest, we'll then say right, okay, let's put something on the telly and we'll put it on, and that's me asleep. <laughs> so, but you know that was just like it's the principle of stayed up. Here's your dinner, yeah. and um, we'll watch something on telly. But it's maybe like on average, I go to bed at like one a.m. and I'll get up about nine. So 
if I could just start maybe bringing that back to like say even midnight till seven and then I, th- I think it makes a difference the later you go to bed though like how shit you feel the next day because even if I if I go to bed say at midnight and I slept till 10 that it could be 10 hours but I'll feel awful, awful but if I went yeah. to bed at 10 o'clock and got up at six it feel, I think it's just I don't know if it's just the time of day but I'm definitely taking inspiration from you I'm going to try and just do it like an hour at a time until I'm getting up at five yeah good it's it's honestly it's just your mindset it really is um because at the weekends like like i'm buzzing on a saturday night because i I don't ever we don't set an alarm on a sunday so you would think people think because i've been doing this for two years that i would wake up early i like i literally don't you don't i could sleep till like 10 o'clock in the day but i feel awful yeah i really do and every week i keep saying so we've we've started setting our alarms for eight or nine, so it's still a really long lie for us, but at least we're still getting up a wee Whoa, bit. Pushing the boat out there. I know. Eight AM long lie. Do you know what I go to bed before my kids now? Like I actually go in and give them all a kiss goodnight oh and I'm like, member, get to sleep like at a reasonable time. But then your kids are at an age they're not like newborn and no, toddlers I mean, I, and the youngest is he's eleven, so Do you think that would be harder? like when they were younger to do yeah and that's what I'm saying it's not it's not for everyone it's not for everyone if when the kids were young yeah but maybe if you can even grab that hour yeah just try and do that for yourself because I think just by the sounds of it it sets your whole day up right even if it is like a wee stretch or something you're you know a kind of home workout or a wee just moving your body or like you say like focusing on goals and stuff that's then really kind of tuning in to you yeah. and taking that time for you that you wouldn't get otherwise um, at another time of the day because of children and life. Yeah. I also want to ask, do you think that it's helped your business? Do you kind of set business goals during this two hours or is that just for you? Um, I am quite selfish with the time, to be honest. It's just, I, yeah, that's It amazing. really is with me, but you know, it's an interesting question because when I think about what I put in my gratitude journey, journal today, um, there was a lot of gratitude for things that are happening in the business, yep. for people that are helping me move forward in my business. Um, and when I had put my future gratitudes down, it was all to do around the coaching business, helping other people. So, yeah, yeah I suppose it does come into it. it then, I don't kind of separate business and life your business is your life it it, it is and I would be lying to say otherwise so but that's because you love it yeah Mm -hmm. it is I'm so passionate about it it's part of our life um and I I need to keep a positive attitude around it otherwise it'll become a burden which I don't ever want it to be um so yeah I suppose I know that you like fearless motivation as well and so good I have listened to them for years there's one called most people that I listen to every single day it's always like every year on Spotify it's so funny people are like oh I'm a top artist it's Ed Sheeran and I'm like mine was fearless motivation (laughs) (laughs) but I listen to that every single day that one and I've got I've actually got a playlist called motivated for life and it's got like motivational songs and loads of their speeches and stuff in it and I, I can some of them I can rhyme off word for word Um, And there's something that they say about the difference between working to live and living for your work. And a lot of people don't get that mindset because they think, well, why the hell would you want to live to work? But see, you're like a prime example of that when you love what you do. Well, you never work a day in your life, really, do you? But even though you do work really hard. 24 7. 24-7. But you love what you do. It's not like you wake up and it's like, oh, shit, I need to go into the salon or I've got a training course today or I can't bother. Like you love 
doing what you do and that must make all the difference yeah i think you're put on earth for a purpose Mm -hmm. and your purpose can change as you develop through life and like i love the lash bars because like you say i love the the clientele i love building really i have so many friends through lashing people over the years um i have like my staff are like my family um so i've got a passion for that side of it i love making people like feeling good and yeah. looking good and then with the training i love helping others find their passion and hopefully what will be a, an amazing career for them yeah and master then, their craft yeah, yeah and then coaching's the exact same like i'm so passionate about helping people because yeah. i know I, i'm so grateful for the people that helped me i wouldn't be where i am without all the people that helped me in the journey yeah. and i want to be part of other people's journey that's exactly me. how i I feel I would love to do coaching eventually. I'm only 26 just now. I would like to do a few courses. That would be like the dream. And I feel for you, that was like the next right step. Like that's just where it naturally was taking you. Like you're saying, helping so many people within the beauty industry and now taking it that step further by like goal setting and planning and mindset which is a huge thing I think especially in the bloody west of Scotland we can be so negative about things (laughs) and um, yeah it's really kind of turning it around and I think in particular after lockdown a lot of people are actually really interested in changing their mindset because they're like let's be honest we've had a shit few years what can I do to make myself and my business kind of feel better or or do better and you're obviously going to do amazing things with your business coaching I think as well it's just it's nice to see somebody who's got that passion like for helping others too because you know and and like that is your vibe attracts your tribe that's what this podcast is it's you know like-minded people I also wanted to touch on the fact so my first guest on the podcast was Tony, Tony Sheriff. Yes. I know she's a friend of both of us. You've yep. known her for, what, 10 plus years? No, I, I met her about um, four years ago, just when I went to Cumbernauld, because Hi. she was a salon owner at the time, yeah. um, and went along to one of the groups that I had went to. Yeah, so. and she's now, like, had a huge transformation, doing some brilliant things too, and she was telling me on episode <laughs> one about a workshop that she did, and you went along to... And you kind of had some some life changing thoughts after that, and yeah. that kind of had a, an impact on your business. Do you want to tell me a bit about that? You don't need to obviously tell me all the the ins and outs that you don't want to, but you can Sorry. just what happened? What happened there? Because I love so, that all the guests know each other. I know it was <laughs> a. I think it was a spiritual workshop I went along to. I didn't have a clue what I was going to. Uh-huh. I just. Like because I have known Tony and I've been following her, like she's a completely different person now to what she was and like she inspires me so much now. I think yeah. she's amazing. Um and I thought I want a bit of that because again I'm I'm very there, there's definitely a movement with spirituality. Yes. I, I said that to you earlier, like people are more interested in it. So I do my angel cards and things, um and I thought, I'm going to go along to this. So I did. And it, there was 10 of us. We were sitting in a semicircle. And at the beginning, you did the dreaded breaking the ice. Who are you? Why are you here? What do you do? <clears throat> so as it went round, I was one of the last to speak. And everyone had been... A lot of people were actually in my industry. <clears throat> or had been. Mm-hmm. Or they were business owners. And every single one of them said that they'd gave their business up. And they felt amazing. And I'm thinking, oh, shit. That's I'm in the wrong me. workshop here. Because... <laughs> I don't want to give my businesses yeah, up. Of course. So it got to me and I was a bit like, 
And I actually said that. I says, I don't know if I'm in the right place. Like, I do not want to give my businesses up. I own three salons, blah, blah, blah. Um, did my introduction and Tony was like, don't worry about it. That's not what we're asking you to do. This is just their journey kind of thing. And then a couple of weeks later, I was... I, I, would, I, didn't, I didn't even relate it to this workshop. It's just... Um, shit had hit the fan with one of the salons in Glasgow, we were really struggling financially, we were struggling to keep it above board and I had to make the decision to close it, I was devastated but it was weighing a lot of trouble basically on my shoulders and as soon as I made the decision I felt lighter and I felt better Mm -hmm. and it was only like the next day, um, because I was so upset about it I went on as I usually do on my Instagram stories. Oh, I know. Um, put my heart in my sleeve, told everybody that we'd made the decision. I was pretty upset. That's what you're good at, though, is showing the kind of raw emotion behind yeah. the beauty industry or just even life, because yeah. you know what it's, it's like. Hard, right? Instagram it's can be painted as yeah. perfect, and it's so nice to see, it, in particular, the total boss bitch like you, the owner. Feeling. Not at all. <laughs> you know it's not a fail just being is, real I've learned a lesson from being it. real and to say this has happened because then though I think that gives other people strength and to say I'm so glad because I feel like that too yeah and that's important you're relatable that's why people love you yeah we got I mean I got so many heartbreaking messages that day from people in the industry it was it was devastating because so many people are, are struggling yeah after lockdown but um one of the messages was from Tony she was like, you said you didn't want to close your business. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I think subconsciously yeah. I, I needed to go to that. Like, th- You're guided to places for a reason, and I was mm-hmm. guided to that workshop. I was guided to hear those stories, and subconsciously I think I knew what I had to do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, clo- we closed Glasgow, and, it's, and, and do you know what? Like... Cumbernauld and Stirling have just grown so much since then, since I've made that decision, because my focus is not on Glasgow now. Like, you totally hit the nail on the head there as well by saying that it's maybe not for you at that moment, but, like, subconsciously, you know, like you say, you're drawn to certain things, so that maybe was kind of to get the ball rolling, like, Leanne, honey. Yep, wake up. Think about this. (laughs) And then, like you say, because I've had a lot of light bulb moments and a lot of things happening where you know, a situation's happened in life and then next minute I feel so free and the weight of the world is lifted off my shoulders. Yeah. And I know, like like you're saying as well, you've obviously had that too. And you've helped me a lot, to be honest. You've always been there, like, when I've had shit going on. I feel like Leanne's, like, a therapist too. <laughs> <laughs> but I totally get that. And I understand that feeling. And it does show strength. And I think that's what this, which I'm glad about, this whole movement, on social media too is so positive because it's not a failure it's just showing some things don't work and that's actually okay because look at what can come out of something that's been a negative headspace it's then so positive definitely and I think it's you know not wallowing in it like there are going to be failures in life there always will be um the most important thing though is not to quit on yourself um I've got goals is it going to stop me from opening another lash bar absolutely not nope um I've learned a lot of lessons from it so as long as you take on board those lessons and I don't quit, like just keep keep going forward. And again, that's where back to like the five a.m. getting that in every morning. That's for for me keeping that mindset. That's that's why I am so positive. I'm not a positive one hundred percent of the time. No one can um, be though. No, definitely yeah. not. But it certainly helps, and I do need that self development every day. Um, 
to be to be who I am. If if I didn't do it, I would very quickly nosedive. I'm just thinking you need to start like a tribe. Who gets up? Yeah. Five AM club, yeah. Just being <laughs> basically just make us. You should just have a list of people, and you just phone you. me being one of them. Are get you up? up? Get up! <laughs> get out of your bed. Do actually, I meant to ask you. Just going back to the five AM thing. Do you look at your phone in the morning? So this, so this week actually, um, you probably wouldn't have seen a lot. Although I have been unwell, but you wouldn't have seen a lot of posts on the five AM because I'm trying not to. Because the week before, I was doing a lot of posting. I try and post because I know that it does inspire people. Because yeah. I, I get messages like saying, "I done it today and I felt yes. amazing. Thank you. It was you that that made me do it." And it so, makes you feel so good yeah. when people are connecting in that way. So yeah. I do, I do like to post um to help people but on the other hand what was happening was I was posting and then I was scrolling and Ah, that's not what my time's for um so this week I have been really strict and I've kind of put my phone away um it wastes so much time doesn't it I'm quite good at posting and ghosting which I'll just post and then not look at anything and I don't I'll be honest with you I don't ever see who likes my things or who watches my stories because I just feel like it's a free app and I don't have time to sit and look at who's liked a a post kind of thing so I'll just post and then I just go off but see when I start scrolling that's the danger zone because the other morning it was 45 minutes and I have a time a time limit now because my screen time was like seven hours a day and it was so bad, <laughs> really bad. But then I was kind of justifying that by saying, well, that's my job because every day for the show, I was constantly having to look at social media and yeah. obviously just now I'm not doing that. So that's fine. I thought I need to bring this screen time down. So I put a wee time limit on. I just kept ignoring it. And then I was like, that's 45 minutes. I've just spent scrolling, looking yeah. at other people's lives. I could have done something else in that 45 minutes. Yeah. So it is that discipline. And I just, I was just thought I'd ask you about the phone thing because I had heard you know, if you wake up, again, it was fearless motivation, first thing in the morning and check your phone, that's worse for you. You know, you're better just being in your own headspace because yeah. you've got enough time throughout the day to digest all that shit. Yeah. Just keep keep it away from you in the morning. Your mind is really clever first thing in the morning. It's actually where you, you learn the most um, right. and you're, you're more res- receptive to learn. Um, again, I've heard on fearless motivation I've read, so I've read so many self-development books and <laughs> anything you read on anyone that's successful they all have a morning routine 100 percent. and it's and that's why is because you get less in- interruption in the morning um like there's no kids for me there's no kids um because they're all sleeping and my phone is always on that kind of um silence so I, I do i do try not look at it but i would be lying if i said yeah that I haven't because sometimes I do and that's when you start scrolling sometimes mine is always on do not disturb apart from right now for the past few days it's been on loud all the time because my friend is literally due to go into labor like any day so I'm like but I feel like during the night I've been like waking up with like my eyes half open like just checking no she's not in labor it's fine nothing's happened because I've been like let me know as so I was like I need to keep it keep on loud I hate that because you hear it vibrating I love do not disturb it's the best ever because I think posting and stuff's good but it is that danger zone isn't it don't start scrolling just do what's for you and it's good you've got that routine yep that's what I need in my life because it can just take like for me I I, I don't have any notifications on my phone like all my notifications are turned off so even if I was to go into my phone I don't see anything but it's so tempting to check 
your messages oh, yeah, to see if anyone wants does. an appointment or maybe your emails and it can just take one thing it kind of spoil that morning so yeah I try not to do it I'm assuming other people are, have the logins as well like oh for, yeah, yeah uh-huh, like Rachel that. the front of house she oh, of course. mainly deals with that and my sister and Claire do the overflow um, but I'm still nosy I'm, I, I still have that bit of control in uh-huh. there um, as much as I've given it away I still it's your baby of course it is do you (laughs) try and encourage like the rest of the team to get up early and oh we um we laugh at this all the time like Like, i can't imagine claire getting up if i I, knew it was claire i was gonna use like if there was a meme for claire it's that one where they're running out the door trying to get to work 15 minutes late (laughs) um i think caitlin gets up early like naturally oh does she Um, and she's trying to get into running and stuff. She's I saw that she was crystals. out with Kirsty. Um, oh, good. I mean, the Keris as well. She's right into her um, like visualization angel Amazing. cards. I think they all have have a wee bit of something. A wee dabble. Um, I mean, I never shut up about it. In fact, we've we've hired Tony um, to come in and do like I've, I'm having a staff kind of bonding day. But that is what it is. They're, she's coming to do the self love work, workshop. Oh, with all the brilliant. staff. They all, I know, are just going to love it and benefit mm-hmm. from it so much. They're, they're a, a younger generation to what I am. I am so glad I'm not in their generation. Um, there's Why just so much pressure on oh, social yeah. media and yeah, how yeah. you look, filters, um, like the way boys, no offence boys, the way you treat girls now. Like yeah. It's just awful <laughs> so I know they will benefit like they all need to love themselves mm-hmm. um they really do because they are all so special and amazing and I tell them all the time they just laugh at me but they're, they're beautiful they don't like I, I'm excited I think they'll really love it and I hope that they listen to her and start doing some of the stuff that she's going to encourage that's them to when do. you know you've got a good boss yeah <laughs> <laughs> when you're doing stuff like that yeah we're actually going to one of tony's workshops tonight you and i so i'm yes, very I'm much looking forward to it who knows what will happen after that I know. <laughs> big things after the last one so who knows after this one is there anything that you want to plug at all or um, anything you want to plug with your businesses or no I, like i've all eyes on me if you want lashes then yes. yeah you know where we are you if best. you want um training or what are interested in getting involved in the industry again come and speak to me if you're a salon owner and you need some help you're feeling a wee bit stuck because it is hard times mm-hmm. um then yeah come and speak to me but i would just encourage anyone just to find some time for themselves especially business owners like find some time for yourselves because it's hard it's stressful it put so much stress onto your body running a business like just find some be selfish and find some time for yourself it doesn't need to be 5am but if you want to join me do it (laughs) I want to join you that's amazing advice can I also just ask what age then do you like start training people from if anyone's interested 16 um that's good yeah from 16 if they've left school Mm -hmm. uh but yeah we're insured to teach anyone like from the age of 16 brilliant and all the details of the courses and stuff are they on your social medias yeah so we've got a separate training page which is all eyes on me training school and mm-hmm. um, we have a website all the information's on there as well um all the different courses are on there they're all fully accredited by abt um which is one of the governing bodies in the industry um yeah all them all the information for everything i do is on my website and is that socials. where you're business coaching information will be or will that be separate it's 
going to be on the website. <laughs> um, it's currently getting updated by um, the guy that does the of website. Of course, because it's all so new, but yes. just so people know yeah. where to find it. Just pick up the phone. Like I love to chat to people. <laughs> it might, And don't ever be scared to ask me any questions and think, oh, what if I don't want to do it? Like I'll chat to you. I'll help you as much as I can. Yeah. There's no obligation to come on board. Um, I love building relationships with people in the industry as well. Um, I think it's important that women support women. Yeah, Definitely. it totally is. And I love that you're one of them. You're one of the tribe. I can see like huge things for you. Oh, I really you. can. Thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you for listening. You can find Tune to the Moon on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. And I will see you next Tuesday. Remember to leave a little review if you fancy or a little rating and get us up those podcast charts. Thank you and see you next week. <laughs>